0: That's, that's
1: some point. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of Suncast. It is Reagan Hale. It is Mr. Josh Blackmore. I want to wish you all a happy Black Friday. Hope everybody had a really good Thanksgiving. You uh, Going out, getting some deals now and everything. Uh, and yeah, got to spend some good time with family. Josh, I know we're recording on Wednesday, but before we get into today's episode, which is Pretty cut dry and simple. We're talking St. Thomas versus Kaiser football on today's episode of Suncast. Josh, what's going to be on your plate tomorrow, man? Or what was on your plate yesterday? is we should say, is this is Friday. Whatever. What what's on the what's on the Thanksgiving Day plate?
0: Um, we'll, we'll get a little specific. I'm um, one one thing that's definitely not green bean casserole. Can't do it.
1: Yeah, hard it's pass. Mid. It. It's mid. The mushroom yeah.
0: soup that goes in there, I just can't get behind it. I, I have an irrational fear of mushrooms, so no, that's not going on there. So, but everything oh, else really going up, on there.
1: We got where did this irrational fear of mushrooms come from?
0: I don't know. I just the thought in school learning that it's a fungus. I just couldn't get past it, even though it's edible. I that's just fair. can't get past it.
1: No, that, that's a that's a good point. Plenty of people do uh do eat mushrooms, but fun But I
0: do have taste buds of a five year old, so.
1: That is true you are you are the chi- you are the epitome of chicken tender and french fries at a steakhouse but uh, okay I
0: get me a steak but close enough yeah. <laughs> no but I'm loading that thing up this year man I'm, I'm trying to put on some LBs for the yeah. winter man big boy season so gotta put on that weight so I'm gonna eat probably two plates what about you?
1: Well, uh, that was actually a good segue to talk about big boy. We do have two big boys on today's episode. I guess we talk about the guests on today's episode before we get into it a little too much. We have have Nick Engler, Lucas Rodriguez, um, about a good little 20-minute interview. Then uh, we have Jaden Meisinger. So uh, two great interviews. Uh, But we talk about the big boys got to eat. Tell you what I'm going to put on mine. Can't miss no matter what. My mom is dressing. That's going to be on the plate. That's going to be on the plate 100%. I don't like onions. I'm not an onion guy. And that's the problem with all of dressing. It's too much onions for my taste. I know some people like them. My mom doesn't put uh, too many onions in there. So it works out uh, great there. We're going to have a Boston butt. We're going to be smoking tomorrow on, on the smoker. No, he's not quite traditional. Uh, but we're going to do that. And uh, I know my brother's bringing some ham. Might throw in some ham, a little, 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 little uh, fried. Uh, I'm sorry, turkey. He's bringing turkey. Mama's cooking the ham. Mama's cooking the ham, so I'm gonna have a lot of meats. So we're gonna have a lot, of, a lot of meat on the plate. And with the dressing, can't go wrong. The mac and cheese, and we're gonna have collard greens. Um, and that's gonna be the first plate. And we'll, we'll, we'll have to go, go from there. Plate might be, uh, might so, be full.
0: So turkey, you
1: baked, uh, smoked, or fried. You know, I, if I'm cooking it personally, I'm smoking it. But my brother's cooking it. Uh, he's frying it. Um, I've never okay. had, he, he's never, I think, I know he's fried turkey before. I've never had it. I've never had his fried turkey. We'll see. I'll be honest. I've never personally had fried turkey before.
0: Fried turkey is excellent.
1: It is. So I'm in for it. I, I
0: believe it's at the top of the food chain in terms of turkey.
1: Really? Yeah, I, yes. We, we're going to have all three. We're going to have the smoked balsam butt. We're going to have the ham in the oven and then the fried turkey. So we are, we're carnivores. Yeah, we always
0: have three turkeys. We do, it. uh, my cousin, he'll smoke a turkey. My my aunt bakes a turkey and my dad fries a turkey. So, we're going to have a little taste of everything, a little taste
1: of it. So, so it goes fried one, smoked two? Correct. Got to be smoked two, baked two. I three. just feel
0: like it's hard to get – I feel like you can get more flavor in this when you
1: smoke it or fry it versus when you bake it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's going to be fun uh, – I, I tell you what, I'm excited for, and I, we could be dead or wrong. Maybe the games tomorrow suck. We'll be pretty good football games on tomorrow, specifically for the first time ever. It feels like, and at least in our lifetime, the Detroit Lions are a good. They're a good team on Thanksgiving. Good football team. Good football team. So really excited uh, about Should that. we be announce that we're Lion fans. We are Lion. Yeah, that's right. We're Lion fans. So, uh, we're, we are
0: backup Lion fans.
1: Because the NFC South is just the, the winner of that is okay. Who gets to lose at home in the first round? We we're like, hey, Lions, they're fine. They're fine. Week two, we
0: two, we watched Thursday night football. Week two or three, something like that. And uh, all of us say we're Lions fans, so we were the first mm-hmm. on the bandwagon.
1: Yeah, it was what you, me, uh, Xavier, Seth, and, and Dawson. We were like, all right, I, I still gotta get my uh, I still got my Jack Fox jersey, <laughs> best punter my, in the I league. I
0: gotta get my LaForta jersey, even though I just traded them.
1: Ah, we got big matchup in fantasy this week, you and me.
0: Yeah, it's for all the Marbles. I win, I'm probably in the playoffs. If I, it, weeks, we're done.
1: We're both six and five. I've had, I've won like five in a row. I do, I've been on a heater. No, Before, at the beginning of the year,
0: after X beat my tail, I went like five or six in a row, and then I haven't been able to win. My team is boring.
1: Well, I have Tommy DeVito starting at quarterback this week, so he's
0: projected like six points.
1: I know, I I know, but he's playing New England. I mean, who know? I mean, I get one like I could start Bo, Burrow or Deshaun Watson. My first two draft picks in the in the fantasy league, um, really smart. Where
0: I got Bryce Young, he can't crack over thirteen points to save his life, so he's been stinky.
1: Imagine drafting him over CJ Stroud. You're literally a lot of the people Carolina. did that too. You're literally the Carolina Panthers. Is he going to win the MVP?
0: Nah, I don't know. I was talking <laughs> earlier about this. It's the MVP is kind of like the Heisman. Luckily this year, I think we're going to get a true Heisman with Jaden Daniels. But
1: brother, brother, you just took the words out of my mouth because I was just. About luckily, to say I
0: think we're we're going to get a legit Heisman Trophy winner. But yes. the MVP is kind of like the Heisman. If you're good. And you're uh and you have some pretty good numbers. So right now, I think Lamar Jackson's the favorite.
1: Is he the betting favorite? I think you're right. It's it's either him or Mahomes, one or the other. But I'm pretty it's sure. Just,
0: and and hurts. Like I just don't get it. Hurts has done. I don't get hurts. I don't. Mahomes I don't really hasn't either. Mahomes yeah, no. hasn't.
1: Either. No, I mean I, I'd probably say Lamar. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so open, is it, it I mean, could be CJ, C.J. Stroud, Stroud goes like eleven and six. And they win and the division. They, now well, they got a big they, match. They beat the Texans. They're in first place, and then in the AFC
0: South, their best receiver is a rookie.
1: No, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. But we
0: got a good
1: football team. What's gonna be well, really we got a crazy? Good football game on our slate. That's yeah, so a you Good transition, Josh. What's gonna be crazy is this Saturday in West Palm Beach. Florida, for the first time, believe ever, ever we have a sun conference matchup in the second round of the nai playoffs all the attention is on the sun conference obviously uh, everybody uh, after uh, everybody get, getting buys everybody is back we have full nai playoff action but the one we're concerned with is saint thomas against kaiser josh i said we said last week and i i i pointed out specifically if St. Thomas controls the line of scrimmage. They'll dominate Reinhardt. Well, they dominated the line of scrimmage and literally every other aspect of, of the game against Reinhardt. It wasn't a game. I mean, it's, 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 it's what we said. It's what we said. Now, should these two teams be playing? Should no. Kaiser and St. Thomas be playing in the second round? Are, or is, are these two of the top five teams in the country? Now, that's a debate we can have right now. Screw it. We can have it right now. Josh? Josh? I'm excited for this matchup. I'm hyped for it. I'm glad it's this weekend. I'm glad I'm going to be able to be there. These two teams should not be playing in in, in the second round, in my opinion. Um, I, I mean, that, 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 that's just how I feel. I, I think the, these two teams are – I feel like – I feel like we're getting a semifinal level of matchup in the second round of the playoffs. Is, is that a good way to describe it?
0: I mean, I, I would say – I mean – the way I kind of look at it is, you look at that St. Thomas and Reinhardt game. You look at how dominant that win was.
1: Wasn't even a game. Wasn't a game. And
0: and, and I at all. I compare Reinhardt to a lot of the the top the top end teams North Midwest Out West Southwest. I feel like they're the best teams. teams in those area are there's they're a good football teams, but Reinhardt's a good football team in Georgia is what I'm trying to get at. Like sure. those are good, but the Sun Conference. It's just the Florida football is different. It's yeah. different. And I feel like a Kaiser, I mean, a, a St. Thomas versus Reinhardt, St. Thomas should be playing. Kaiser should be playing another team from somewhere else. And St. Thomas should be too. It should be, you should be trying to figure out who your best team is rather putting them against each other early on in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't like, I don't like there. I don't really feel like,
0: like what? what are the odds?
1: You well, I, I, I get there's a certain aspect when you look at travel and money wise, and you you, you start p- pinching yeah. dollars. I, I I get that part. That's fine if, if that's what you you want to lean on. Fine, but I don't know, man. I feel like we're getting t- two of the best teams in the country going up against one another. But hey, it, it is what it is. We're not we're not and going. They've to that. already
0: played each other
1: this year. Yeah, and I I feel like you should do everything in your power to have it not have it not be that way. That, I feel that's like you. Kind of what every, I was getting there should be.
0: There should be a that should have been a little bit better scheduled, in my opinion. Just because I mean you could eliminate everything else besides the fact that they already played. They already played.
1: Yeah, I mean that it it is what it is. They don't want to see two Sun Conference teams make make it that far. That's fine. One of these teams will go very far. Uh, but that's 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 the pickle. Only one of these teams. Josh. These two teams have played classic matchups the last two times they played. And I think it comes down to this. If you're the Kaiser Seahawks, if you're able to dominate the run game and you're able to just tire out the St. Thomas defense, and most importantly, if they are able to play clean football and mistake-free football, there's your key aspect of this game. Over the last two times these two teams played – Kaiser won. Kaiser has dominated the rivalry over uh, the 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 last few years. And with that being said, I think I don't think I know Saint Thomas Fields, the last two years they had they had Kaiser beaten, or they easily could have beaten. You look two years ago, they were up twenty four to seven. Mishandled uh, a punt, them back in it. Uh, turnovers killed them. And then a big play uh, w- with Jalen Arnold. We all remember that that um, just insane game two years ago. And then this this year, four dropped touchdowns from St. Thomas. I mean, just straight up touchdowns that they drop that they feel like, you know, maybe they won't make that again. maybe they won't make those mistakes again. However, you look at Kaiser, there's a reason why they. They, they're so good, and they play not mistake-free. That's ridiculous to say, but they play as close to mistake-free football as any team that I've played against in my career in this NAI and Division II level. I think that's what makes him a I truly believe they're one of the best teams that I've ever played against. Um, a high level of D2 and in, in the three years of Sun Conference. I think this year's team was as disciplined and as bought in as – they played with a level of confidence that is terrifying. However, St. Thomas has got a little chip on their shoulder. Josh, I think we're I think whatever happens this game, I think it stays within seven points.
0: I agree. Give me a close ball game. Um, be really physical. Really, really physical. Um, I mean, I was just taking a look into some some of these. Stats and I went a little deeper than just the playmakers. Conveniently enough, we had an interview with one of St. Thomas's big time playmakers. My man Nick Engler just wreaks havoc in the backfield. 50 career tackle for loss, almost 20 career sacks. I mean, the guy lives in the backfield. You know, if if Kaiser is able to get a man on him, two men on him, keep him out of the backfield, open up some holes, you know, get that, get some flow with the run game. Kaiser's going to have no problem. But if Nick Engler's in there wreaking havoc, I don't know what, you know, Kaiser's going to have to detour from that game plan. And you don't, you in a game like this, you do not want to be one-dimensional.
1: I, I, think, I think you just hit, hit another big key. I think the winner of this game makes the other team one-dimensional first.
0: I agree. And, and I think both teams' power is in is on the ground. And if you make one of these teams exclusively through the air, they're not going to be near as successful.
1: I think it's more important – let me rephrase that. I think it would be worse for St. Thomas to become one-dimensional than it would be for Kaiser. No disrespect to Ke- Keely Watson, great quarterback, but I would trust Bryce Veasley if this thing turns into – A little more experience. Yeah, a little more experience. Um, you know, he – he went on the road and he, he beat Morningside last year and one of the, the more i'd say i'd say that that was probably the the best win for Kaiser in their run i think it's one of the more memorable I mean, backup quarterback on the road Morningside i mean the the juggernaut the who can beat this team oh Kaiser with a backup quarterback on the road uh will but anyways and it, the question is though Can you can either of these defenses make the other offense one dimensional? I think the answer is yes to an extent. I don't think anybody's done a nobody has done a good job of stopping the other in the NAI. I know Kaiser ran into trouble against Mississippi College and Valdosta State. Who cares about that back in August? I think both of these teams do a phenomenal job of eliminating what a team does well. Jaden Meisinger's one of his slower games of the year was against St. Thomas. I only scored 21. Only time Saint Thomas has been held to under 20 points was against this defense. Josh, I think the the big thing is A, can you make the quarterback beat you? If either team makes the other quarterback beats them, I there think is. I think they're confident. I, I I think if I'm St. Thomas and it's like, they can't. They're not going to be. We're not going to let you run the ball. And I think it's really dangerous to go man on man with Kaiser's receivers. I think it's even more dangerous to go St. Thomas man on man. The other thing, they both these guys got the receivers. I think the question is with the quarterbacks in this game.
0: And another thing, another thing is, I think Kaiser's done a little bit better of a job of getting more people involved in the in the passing game. I think you see more guys on Kaiser catching passes throughout a game. You see the box score, a box score a little bigger with with receivers uh, making plays. Um, St. Thomas kind of leans on Opierre a little bit. Um, he's kind of their guy. I feel like Kaiser doesn't really have that "quote unquote" guy, like more so St. Thomas than Kaiser in terms of receivers. I think Kaiser's able to spread it out, which is a strength. If you do have to, you know, shift from that ground and pound to 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 the air attack, I think that's where Kaiser's gets a little bit of an edge. Because I feel like they have more guys ready to make plays. Because St. Thomas is so heavily reliant on that run, that moral of the story: if St. Thomas can run the football, I think they're going to be in good shape. But if guys can run the football, we might have a record in rushing yards in a single game.
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty similar to what what we had when uh w- when the when those two squared off. I, I think for St. Thomas. If I'm Coach Reichel, I'm telling Keeley Watson be very smart with the football. The, the biggest thing for them, he's got to be more accurate than last time. Now, he did a good job not turning the ball ball over, but 12 for 33. I don't know if that's going to cut it. When you look at Kaiser with what they did, they said, we are going to run the football. They went 10 for thir- 13, and they ran the ball 45 times. Now – they did a good job. I mean, they, they held Jaden to under four yards of carry, but for St. Thomas, dude. it's, <laughs> it's going to be interesting, man. I mean, it, 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 it's going to be, this is going to be a fun game. I mean, this is just going to be just straight up a fun, I don't want to say old school football game. God, I'm oh, man.
0: Kinda.
1: It, it, it will, it will, it will kind of be. I mean, both teams, they love running the football. I don't know. It, 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 we're about to give a prediction, and I'm, I just keep going back and forth, man. I keep going back and forth. I've changed my mind on who I think is going to win this game about, about three times. I started with St. Thomas, and I went back to Kaiser. Ky- then, then I it's like, I don't, nobody's beating Kaiser. But there's just something about when a team has your number, and they've had your number for your career. Or for as long as you've been a fan, and there comes to a time and a pinnacle moment where you're gonna have a chance to beat them for and have all those other losses. We'll talk about it in the interviews. But Saint Thomas, they you know they were upset about last year, obviously, but it would beat Kaiser. There would have been no need to even watch the selection show, other than you know obviously where they're gonna play. They wanted a Sun Conference title this year. That was a big goal for Bobcat football, obviously. They could do that this year. They're nearly sent home again because of it. There are certainly people up in Montana and other places with NAI cities that are not, not too happy with it. But I think the winning streak for the Seahawks against St. Thomas comes to an end Saturday. Give me a score. I'm gonna go 31 to 28. I think this game is gonna get a little more open. Like I said, I think the quarterbacks will have a bigger part in this game than people may think. Because when you talk about these things, you talk about the you talk about how they each return four offensive linemen and have no They slid right in another guy and are fine. You talk about the running backs. That's going to be there, but. I think both of these coaches and both of these defenses are going to do everything in their power to take away the running game. They're Which is smart. The yeah, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna pack they're gonna pack the box. They're gonna go man and it's gonna be who's gonna be able to win the one on one matchups.
0: So I got my my predictions brewing. What we got? I gotta ride with them, man. 24, 21,
1: Kaiser. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Handshake. No, I, I look, I don't. I I. I think when you're looking at a line for this game, I think you're looking at something along Kaiser minus two and a half. I mean, our Kyries are minus three and a half. I don't. You, I'd probably you, say two and a half. Yeah. I mean, th- this is going to be an incredible football game. Um, I don't. I I don't think NAI footballs come out with their game game of the week, but I'm sure this is right up there for one of the games of the week. These two teams don't like each other. <laughs> Obviously, this is going to be an incredible, incredible, incredible amount of fun. I can't wait for it. We will be there. Um, uh, shout out, shout out, Kaiser's uh, Sports Information Department. Uh, get, getting us set up with passes. They are going to be a great time. Great, great time, uh, Josh. Anything uh, you want you want to add or anything like that before we kick it over to some interviews?
0: No, man. Really, just just thank you, everybody, for you know always tuning in and showing support yep. and trusting that me and Reagan are giving you the right information and not spewing you BS. Um, okay. I appreciate all the the reposts and coming in on interviews, and you know it's it's really nice getting to know all the different student athletes. Throughout the conference. So just definitely just a thank you and hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving with the fam. Um and have a good rest of your semester.
1: That's right. Wrapping up the semesters. About to enter my last one and be done.
0: Dun, 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 dun.
1: Then we'll see what happens next. But uh, great message, Josh. Um, yeah. Thank, thank all of you for all the support and, and everything. Um, I, do, I do want to say a special thank you to everybody down at St. Thomas. It's the first time we recorded since I got to go down there. Um, great experience down there. Um, everybody was really nice, really awesome uh, down there. Shout out, shout out merch. Uh, Great, great SID set at everything set up really well down there, and I mean just great atmosphere. We actually talk a little bit about uh, that that atmosphere with the interview we got coming up, so we'll kick it over now to Mister Nick, Nick Engler and Lucas Rodriguez. All right, we have on two very special guests. Honestly, two guys we should have had on sooner. They should have been, been been on the podcast sooner. Uh, two great guys, two uh, guys that I've had the, the, I mean the the privilege. Of Being able to compete against the last couple of years, they got me. Hey, the the three times I played against them, they got me pretty good. They got me pretty good. But it's two guys down in the trenches, down in the warfare for the St. Thomas, offensive lineman Mr. Lucas Rodriguez, and a defensive lineman, Mr. Nick Engler. Two captains for the team, two leaders on this team. Gentlemen, big one Saturday. How y'all doing? Doing great,
2: man. Great. Focused on Saturday.
1: Absolutely. Um. You know. I, I. We got a lot. We're going to get into uh, with y'all's individual, uh, careers at St. Thomas. Uh, like we said, both captains, both uh, great. Right here at the really opening chapters of St. Thomas football, what Coach Reichel's building uh down there. But opponent you're playing Saturday, Kaiser University. It's obviously a, a team that y'all y'all know really well. But, uh, Nick, we, we, we can start with you. You know, wh- what does Kaiser do on the offensive side of the ball that's allowed them to have the success that they've had, and what's the keys to stopping that for the matchup Saturday?
2: Uh, so, we've been going over how they uh, – the reason why I feel like they're so successful on offense is uh, they're able to, like, run the ball on the ground, and then they're also able to run screens behind it. So runs out
1: there, they're pulling through the screen. So yeah, that, their ability to run the ball was uh, something we talked about. Obviously, uh, it's a focal point for both both the teams, but it's a huge part of the matchup uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, when we kick off uh, one o'clock in West Palm Beach. But um. Yeah, we looked at what they did last year. Uh, when Burges went down, and then how Jaden Meisinger was able to step up. Three player of the game awards. I mean, rushed for hundred yards, and I believe three of their four games. And was right, right under it. And uh, another time he had a uh, he was a big part of their run. And then, like you said, their ability to to run screens behind it, and they have a couple of bit big receivers as well, made them a really dynamic offense and uh visley of course has uh stepped up a little bit more experience that he, he's gotten throughout the year but another big, big part with them is their defense only one team has held st thomas under 20 points this year i believe is that that's correct lucas
2: i believe so yeah yeah
1: and that's uh that, that was the, the, the kaiser seahawks so defensively what is it that they do really well
2: I think they're just a disciplined defense. You know, they got you know those linebackers are, are good. They got some good safeties. You know, they're just all around good defense. And you know, you know Jalen Willis, I think that's his name, and kids are stud. You know, so we're definitely looking out for him. But it's just a disciplined defense up front. So,
1: yeah, they're really good. Jalen's a guy that gives every every offense, every quarterback. Um, Uh, plenty plenty to think about plenty to worry about uh nick you're a guy that's obviously uh given offenses uh plenty uh to to worry about a key contributor to the bobcat defense in the last four years you know that mindset day in and day out i mean what is it that that role of you and you know what's the mentality you have to have as uh, a premier edge rusher and run stopper in the sun conference
2: uh Day in day out, you got to be able to come to practice. Like whether you don't want to practice, you're sick, you're going through personal problems, you got to be able to practice through all of it. That's, that's the name of the game. If You want to be the greatest, you got to go through it all. So I feel like that's a key contributor is going to practice every single day. And, and football doesn't last forever, so you got to be able to take the opportunity and it's, it doesn't last forever.
1: absolutely it's something that i i had to kind of realize myself It's like uh it's over Uh, that's it i ain't ain't never gonna uh, pull on the pads again um you two as seniors i'm in the playoffs it's certainly an edge uh to that's either all right we're gonna extend it one more week or this is it uh Lucas, something that uh, a lot of people in, in the Sun Conference know a, a name that I mean. If you don't, if you don't know Rontavius Farmer is at, th- at this point, I don't. I don't really know <laughs> what what to tell you, but he's obviously uh, been an incredible running back for y'all the last couple of years. He's always when we had him on the podcast last year when I did the post game interview. He's always talking about the big nasties up front. You're you're one of them just go going up there. I mean, what's it like having a running back with that much talent and also being as humble as he is uh, uh, with and including the offensive linemen and everything,
2: I think it's great to have a workhorse like that in the backfield. You know, what I'm saying, like he really pushes us. Not even during the games, like during the week, during practice, just telling us to get better and this is why we do this. So to have him back there is a you know a real a real big uh, plus for us. But we also got some other bags that fill his position just as just as guys uh, like like Ashton Davis. Ashton Davis is a great running back for us too. You know, and then as far as the offensive line standpoint, like, you got four all-conference guys on that line. And, you know, like, they're they're dogs, dude. Like, I love playing with these guys. And, you know, just us together, is if we're in motion, it's hard to stop us.
1: I mean, I got to ask. I mean, I got offensive linemen, defense linemen for for the Bobcats. I mean, when you all two are going up against each other in practice, who's winning those matchups?
2: It's a toss-up, dude. It's a (laughs) toss-up, for sure.
1: Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, uh, I mean y'all, y'all are t- y'all are two great, two great competitors. Um, you know, Lucas, I I did want to <laughs> ask you. You talked about uh, practicing and w- with the uh, you know being on the O line and everything. Obviously, Coach Reichel was a great uh college o- offensive uh, lineman. With him and having your head coach, kind of not really necessarily be your position coach, but uh, play the position at, at a high level. What's he done, or an aspect to your game? Uh, to that's uh helped improve you improve you over the last couple of years
2: uh he brings out the intensity in us you know like our practices aren't for like the faint of heart like we go hard every practice till Friday you know like our practices we're banging we're banging, we're banging and you know if he doesn't see that he's gonna come and rip you a new one but you know that's okay that's that's why he's got his buddy uh coach niemeyer he's also a guy with a fire underneath his you know but you know what I'm saying? But yeah, to have both of those guys in our corner is
1: just real special for us. Yeah, and what about you, Nick? kind of on the defensive side of the ball. Is there, there are times maybe y'all getting team or you're on third down and you're like, yeah, I maybe that spot, that spot, I don't know about that one, coach. That spot may be a couple, couple more yards back or maybe, oh, you yeah, know. oh, yeah. We, we, all we, all, we all bump heads. It's all every time. day, especially
2: but. when we draw them off sides. He don't like
1: that one. <laughs> <laughs> You get Nick, Nick, you get a little jumpy in practice sometimes.
2: At practice, they get me, but <laughs> that's about it, dude. I mean, they get me during practice, they get me fired up during
1: practice. I sure. think uh, I, 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 had a – it's one a question I planned on asking, but it's one I should have. Nick, I, I you have one of the more <laughs> popular nicknames, uh, in, in the Sun Conference, the Meg. <laughs> See, Luke is doing it right now. How did that come about?
2: So that was during that was during fall, during yeah. fall camp. <laughs> we were messing around and we had yeah. practice, and we had a we team, went to go watch a movie, team movie day, and we watched Meg Two. So then the next day at practice, I made a play, like very first play, I made a I made the play, and I lay down on the ground. And I went like this, and everyone thought I was praying, <laughs> and then I was like, no, it's the Meg, the Meg. And I guess
1: ever since then that joke has been going on and on and on. So well it certainly uh called on y'all you know, social media departments done, done a good job. Uh I remember you had a sack against Weber and a video of you going like that. I'm like, that's kind of cool. It's it's it's, it's kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> kind of cool. But uh yeah. you know, something some, something that wasn't cool, something that uh I, I got really mad about Josh got really mad. We all we, y'all got really mad about last year. Uh, you weren't in the position, uh, y'all are in, in, in right now. Uh, obviously, the selection okay. show, uh, heartbreaker is what it yeah. is at this point, it, it's buried. Um, could both of y'all just tell me a little bit when, when y'all heard that it your name not get called and you realize, okay, it's over? What was that kind of like? Obviously, um, you know, your seniors and everything that was uh, uh brutal for them, but how did y'all use that for motivation this season?
2: Um, I think it starts with, like, the selection show, like you said. Like, that was technically my senior year. So, as everybody knows, I'm, like, a fifth year here. So, that, you know, I really – I didn't know if I was coming back. But when we didn't get announced, I was like, I ain't going out like that. So, me and all the guys who were fifth years on the line, we were like, yeah, we're going to come back and we're going to go make this run at the playoffs. So, that really fueled us. I mean, in general, like, you know, we went 9-2. and We beat a top 10 or top 13 team or top 15, I can't remember, and, like, you know, it, it just lit a fire under us. And I think now, especially with our first game in the, in the playoffs, to see how we dominated. And I, I want the committee to know that this is no, like, joke around football down here. This is, like, prime time, like, real football that we play.
1: I mean, we found that out last year. Um, I mean, I mean, I know you, obviously you're just worried about beating Kaiser and going on a run of your own. But I think we saw last year with what Kaiser did. I mean, they went on the road yeah. at three of the toughest places to play in all of, uh, I, I mean, all of small college football. I mean, going to Morningside and beating them—that's something um, that, that, that nobody r- really does. I mean, Nick, what was kind of like your reaction? You kind
2: of it just shows you what kind of talent's down here. In- Absolutely. It's much, it's much different down here, you
1: know. Yeah, i I mean, like well, when y'all saw Kaiser go, go on that run, I'm sure it was even more bit, bittersweet for, for y'all than anybody else in the conference. But was that kind of like oh, okay, yeah, this is we're we, we're there, we're an elite level uh football conference at this point. For
2: sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um r- Nick, you, you you've had uh, an incredible career. You're about to cross over that at uh that twenty uh, set sack, sack margin for y- your career. Uh, can you just talk about how you've developed as a football player? Your time at Saint Thomas.
2: Uh, yeah, so when I first came here, I played outside linebacker, mm-hmm. and then last year uh, I got moved to defensive end. So that made me transition more of working instead of standing up and getting out of the move and exploding off the ball. It's, I'm down in a three point stance. Now I'm, now I'm in the trenches, like for real. So that's like, that's a completely different game. Um Just being like, you got to be honed in on your assignment. If you can't, you can't do what you want to do. If you want to play one gap over what you're supposed to, and then that running really, back cuts back into your gap where you're supposed to be, then it's like, what the heck? You just ruined the- you could have ruined the whole game on that. So that's that's a big uh, learning step I took um, about that is you just got to do what you're told with your job and play 100% at it.
1: I think that's the biggest thing that the people that don't play football don't realize. It's all the little things that the fitting the gap just right. You miss one gap fit. I mean, I, I saw it. I mean, I've seen a lot over the last couple of years playing, but I saw it. Uh, I was watching the Georgia. I went and rewatched the Georgia Tennessee game after watch y'all's, and it was like Georgia did not fit one one linebacker, and boom, a seventy five yard touchdown. And then they 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 did pretty good against the balls from from uh from then on out, but. Uh, L- Lucas, for you, we talked about run, run the ball. Uh, just a second ago. I mean, I'd, that's what makes y'all's football team is when I had Coach Re- Reichel on a couple months uh, a couple of months ago. That's what he says. Like, I'm I'm, I'm a big boy. I'm a lineman. We like to, to control the line of scrimmage and run the ball. I mean, how much pride do you take as a unit, especially this year? Like you said, a lot of you a lot of fifth year really experienced. I, I want to say it's the most experienced group in, in the Sun Sun Conference, the Bobcat offensive line. But that point of emphasis for y'all, you just talk about how much pride y'all take in being able to reset the line of scrimmage and move, move the ball down the field. Well,
2: we take a lot of pride in it, you know, like, you know, you don't, you don't have a top rusher in the nation two two years in a row without a solid without a solid big boys up front. So I think, you know, just that in general and the accolades that he's able to, like, that Tay's able to achieve and, like, because of us, that's what we take pride in, like, yeah you know. And he, he always tells us that, like, it, it doesn't happen without y'all. And, like, we really appreciate that. So that keeps us even more motivated to get him more yards. You know, if Coach is telling us he's 20, we might go and get him 30 or a touchdown, you know. It's just all you know. So we
1: take a lot of pride in running the ball. Absolutely, and if you are going to win, you're going to have to stop Kaiser from running the ball. Nick, Jaden Meisinger, that's a guy that y- you've gone up against pretty good bit in, in your career. You are yeah. telling me a little bit about that rivalry. You talk a little bit about that, and does this game, with this potential uh, being the last time y'all two face up And I- – I'd say it's the biggest game uh, that y'all two have played play against shows? Does this kind of feel like the Super Bowl between you and him?
2: Yeah, I mean, me and him, we grew up together since middle school, elementary school, and high school. He went, he went to two high schools, and every the my freshman year, we never played his high school. Um, but then he went to Vero, where he's from, mm-hmm. and beat me all four years there. Um, and here at St. Thomas, Nick Vers Kaiser, he's beat me all four years, but you know this is the time you know this is like you said i would consider it the super bowl for like for right now the super bowl but we got we got some work ahead of us after this game so
1: yeah
2: right now super bowl yeah but we got we got some plans after this okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, whatever ha- happens, I mean, both of y'all have got, got other goals you're wanting uh, to meet th- throughout the year. But it's uh, it's a g- good little moment, especially uh, with as There's so many uh, storylines and everything w- within the game. I think it's a really interesting one. I mean, y'all two g- growing up playing playing against each other and in this big moment, I mean, two captains, two, uh, two key players. Uh, Lucas, we talked about, about you know, Lyman – you're gonna be big. You got to eat. And again, I want I want to say on, on air. Thank you so much for having me the uh, little cookout a, after the game. I got to eat, eat some good good food w- with you there. But you know, as a 6'5", 350 pounds, solid offensive <laughs> lineman, we know. What, 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 what's your go? What's kind of your 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 meal prepping situation look like? What, what are some go to meals for you, you to keep the weight on and stay stay big and healthy throughout the year? I depends, yeah. <laughs>
2: Chipotle is big one for me. I like Chipotle. Chipotle I got right? what's the
1: Chipotle order? What's the Chipotle order?
2: Oh Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so we're going in. So i probably, if I'm real hungry, I'm getting a bowl and a burrito. But if I'm just regular, I'll just get a bowl. Uh double white rice, no beans, double chicken. Maybe I throw a scoop of steak on there.
1: Oh some yeah. Queso?
2: Yeah. And then I I'm plain Jane, man. I just throw some cheese on there. That's
1: it. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I'll go rice either uh you, I, i'll throw on some beans I, I, I like i like some beans to th- throw them in there and then either chicken and steak and then i'm good with a little cheese maybe a little queso i don't want no green stuff i don't i don't eat the rabbit food I, I'm, I'm good on all that man yeah. but uh gentlemen this question is for uh it's for both of you uh lucas i, I want to ask you is you 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 are uh you're a spirit guy when it's not not just for the football games but like i I see the videos at the volleyball game i i see how you how you get how you turn up down there in in ffc you know the overall culture uh uh, for saint thomas i i hear hear about culture for 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 every school um and teams and everything but i got to go down there uh this past saturday and be there for three sporting events and really find out what you know the culture of uh bobcat athletics is could could both of y'all uh kind of go into that, that St. Thomas Athletics family and, and what the culture of not just St. Thomas football but St. Thomas Athletics overall is?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, I would say it's definitely determination and hard work. Um, you know, Coach Skull is always in the weight room with every every sport, every sport. So you definitely have to have hard work when you're in there with him. You got to be dedicated. You're not going to go in there and just joke around He'll, he's
1: a tone be setter oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so
2: you're and not going to go in there slacking
1: or anything so he's a, he's the one on the sideline right just immediately for offense is there and he's going to have fired a, up Woo! i'm like yeah. ah if it's, it's going to be one of those guys if it's
2: not him it's coach d
1: both um both um uh getting a lecture Lu- lucas though i mean you're always a, a big spirit guy and, and everything um you, you know w- with the fa- family and, and, and everything you feel like there is like that that aspect of we're we're, uh, we're with St Thomas like all right we're trying to make it on this national stage and all of the sports you had the big moment on on Saturday going three and out there I mean did, yeah. w- we saw there in Miami Gardens on Saturday was that the atmosphere is that just what it's like to be at St Thomas
2: yeah You know, you're in Miami, you know, you're going to get that Miami spirit, you know, especially if you play sports here. Mm. Uh, We think of each other as one big, 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 big family. So we all support each other. It doesn't matter, especially like, you know, we appreciate the girls volleyball coming out. You know, they're going to do their thing in Iowa. You know, it's too bad we can't get no fan playing or else we'd probably go. But, uh, you know, men's soccer, women's soccer, softball, every every sport here is just really determined to. Put each other on the map, you
1: know. That's it's hard to find in places, you know. Nah, absolutely. Um, guys, if you had anything else, uh, y- y'all you wanted to add on, t- talk about any- anything. Mike's all yours. I mean, I'm good. We're good, man. You know,
2: we we're just good. appreciate
1: you awesome. having us. Awesome, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, hey man, great time. Uh, li- listeners, these two awesome guys. I mean, uh, genuine, genuine, awesome guys. All for of the field, on the field. Uh, on the field, too. Um, Like I said, when we started the interview, I've had a, I had the great privilege of talk, shaking hands with these guys before games, playing with them, competing with them. Um, Great competitors. Looking forward playing against them. Uh, Saturday, gentlemen, good luck, and I'll see you all there. We
2: appreciate Morning, it. Thank you. See you there.
1: All right, good deal. We'll kick it over now to the interview with uh, Mr. Jaden Meisinger.
2: What's famous question.
1: All right. We welcome on uh, another very special guest it is Mr. Jaden Meisinger, Kaiser running back. Jaden, how's it going, boss? Good. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, you know, it's like I told Lucas and Nick uh, j- uh, just just before uh, we had you on. Uh, it's kind of nice to be able to go down there Saturday and just get be able to watch Kaiser and St. Thomas uh being on the other side uh, of a, a little bit of a lopsided game. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all played re- really good against us, but Jaden. Um, <laughs> where you really broke into like the national spotlight where a lot of people, um, it's, you know, Sun Conference people n- have known you over the last couple of years. But where everybody across the NAIA really got to know you was in that playoff stretch last year, uh, 500 yards, seven touchdowns in that stretch. We also, Bryce Veasley, step up in big moments last, last year as well. And then obviously he's been uh, a great quarterback for y'all this year. Uh, how does that preparation and the success that y'all both displayed in big moments last year and throughout the season speak, uh, towards Kaiser's football?
3: Uh, I think it, it, I think it shows the standard we have here. Um, I I think that, uh, us both being, you know, the the number two guys on our team, you know, it doesn't matter if you're one, two or three, uh, we have a high standard here and, and the standard is to win a national championship. So, you know, you come in here, you gotta, you gotta expect that. So whether you get, whenever you get that call, Meaning, like whenever you get that time to play, uh, you know you got to be ready and you got to be able to play at your best and and the team's best and what that standard is, which is the national championship. So I think that showed a, a great, um, it was a, two good examples of the standard here
1: for sure. Yeah, you said those are uh two good examples. Who were like some some guys that y'all learned the standard from at Kaiser?
3: Well, of course you got uh MD MD taught me since I was a freshman here. Uh, yeah, Jalen Arnold. Um. Eli Matthews, when he was here, you had Shea. I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's definitely when I first got here, the day one guys. So also I can't forget Cantillo, Cantillo, who, who's led that from, from everybody. So, uh, but I think, I think everyone pretty much on the team understands that. And I don't think it was one specific person trying to,
1: uh, you know, set that example. It was just kind of known. Yeah, it sounds like y'all are a, a full unit. And that's what it takes to have a football program at, at y'all's level. Or uh, it, anytime you're trying to compete for a championship, you got to have a total team buy-in, player-led. Where there's, is it, if there's one, what the the saying is if there's one uh, broken link, the whole chain's gone. And y'all obviously Absolutely. displayed that um, on that postseason run last year. Three road games against uh, really and AI programs but moving on to this year's team uh how do you think that postseason run last year uh, uh uh has prepared y'all for this season and the run y'all are trying to go on this year
3: i think i think the postseason from la- uh last year definitely uh showed us that we, c- we can do what we want to do um it you know i wouldn't say we didn't believe that before but you know you never when you get when you get to the playoffs it's it's winner go home and sometimes you know i believe that we knew we could do it but I don't know, there's just a sense of belief, even stronger belief for
1: this year's team than it was last year's team. So I, I think I think that, that's what it, the difference is. Yeah, I talked with you a little bit on the phone yesterday. Something I noticed about y'all this year that – it's something I haven't really seen, <clears throat> seen in many football teams, but it's that just a cool, calm – Confidence. Not saying you you were cocky. Feel like you go out and win, win every game, which y'all y'all did in the Sun Conference. Y'all y'all, y'all, did, y'all did do that. But um, it, it just, it seems like uh, a little bit of that swagger right? that there's that confidence y'all where y'all are able to uh, perform at a high level, but. Uh, with this year's pl- playoffs, Jay, and a little bit different, y'all actually get to play I- in West Palm Beach. Um, y- you got to see that a little bit in the weird COVID year. But w- what does it mean this year, um, especially now that National Spotlight's been fully on uh, Kaiser football for the last the, the last 11-plus months or so, especially? What does it mean to have a home playoff game, uh, especially against the opponent that it is?
3: Uh, it means a lot. You know, um, when, when we first started the season, our whole – mindset was now they got to come to us or so meaning we we believed we were the top top three top four team in NAIA for sure so that was the whole goal was to keep that ranking so they can come to us you know uh this I don't know if it really helps that much this first game because obviously we're both in Florida but um yeah. moving on, moving on it, it should help us but uh and then it being St. Thomas's this week um I think it it brings a sense of familiarity so we kind of know what each other do and. Um, you know, now it's just time to go out there and execute
1: what, what the game plan is. And you know. Yeah, it's definitely a great moment for the Sun Conference, having two teams uh, uh going up against each other in the second round. The last two times uh y'all played been great games, uh, the one this year, 21-14, and then last year y'all came back from down 24-7 and undoubtedly the game of the year in the Sun Conference. W- what is it about St. Thomas, though, that makes – makes them one of the top teams uh, that I, I believe a lot of us thought they were deserving last year. Uh, and they definitely earned their spot to be one of the top 20 teams this year. What is it about them that uh, they do really well? And what do you, what are y'all going to have to do to uh, prepare for that and, and uh, uh, prepare for, for what they do well? Um, I think uh, what makes them so good is just they're,
3: they, they like to run the ball as well as we do. And I think like our, our coach says, um, dominate the line of scrimmage it's hard to beat beat that team that dominates the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball and i think for for the entire season uh they've done that and i think what's going to help us beat them is we got to try to be uh dominate the line of scrimmage as
1: well so i think if we can do that we'll be fine yeah that's uh that's the big key for feels like just about any football game but it feels like especially this one i mean two teams that that their pride is like you said running the football and uh, offensive line both teams really experienced offensive line with very capable quarterbacks uh, of leading it and workhorse running backs i mean i i like to say we got uh, uh if there were um like actual conference versus conference game i say, hey we got the best one two running back punch in the country between uh you you and farmer um is is there any like anything uh that that you see with with their defense especially that that uh they do especially well
3: um they like to do a lot of stunts i think they do that very well they obviously got good defensive alignment with nick they got some good linebackers i think i think they all running the ball too and um what they do well against us is they bring those safeties down. So I mean,
1: if we can exploit that, you know, we'll we'll be we'll be good to go. You mentioned uh, Nick Engler. Uh, we talked a little bit about about this in the interview with him. But y'all y'all played each other uh, since y'all y'all were kids growing up. And he said that yeah you have quite the winning streak uh, going. Yeah. and you you remind of that at all? Yeah,
3: absolutely. I mean, I, I guess it is kind of a winning streak uh, when he played at Treasure Coast and when I was at Virgo, but. Uh, I don't, I don't, I haven't reminded him of that. So, I mean, it's funny that he does remember that, but yeah, me and Nick go way back. We I used to, used to hang out with him in, in middle school. We used to hang out with him. I uh, went to school with him in elementary school and then, you know, high school. We obviously went our separate ways with high schools, but yeah, no, I got, I got a good relationship with Nick and I hope him all the best.
1: I think, I think football, uh, sports in general, but, uh, football, especially just with connections you, you'll have with guys, um, as you pl- play with gr- growing up, then high school and transfers. Like like I got, uh, teammates at teammates at Weber that I, I had no idea we played a state championship game against each other in, in 2017. And, uh, we obviously, well, was guy, got to have a lot of fun with that, but, uh, Jane, over the la- last four years, you- you've been a part of what Coach Socha has been building, and that is an elite program in West Palm Beach. Why do you think Kaiser's seen so much success uh, w- with Coach Socha leading the helm?
3: Uh, I think, it, like I, like we were talking about yesterday, um, just the pool of kids he gets to uh, recruit. I think he and he also recruits good good dudes, like not just you know guys who are all about themselves. A lot of kid dudes he does uh, recruit. It's you could tell that they care about the team, not not just themselves. And I think, you know, being able to recruit from the five six one to seven seven two, and then you sprinkle a little bit more from up down in Orlando. You got, you know, pretty much everywhere. But I think there's a lot of underrated athletes down here, and um, you know, Coach Sosa definitely exploits that very well. And being able to bring those guys here, and then like I said, we're all the everyone he he recruits is a bunch of good 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 dudes. So yeah. I think that helps a lot too.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look at the spots for uh, a lot of Sun Conference teams, uh, look at y'all, West Palm Beach and, and St. Thomas, Florida Memorial uh, down in Miami. And a uh, little bit of, little bit of a tangent here, something I think uh, Thomas, uh, Thomas, the Nighthawks, they're right there in South Georgia, which is where I grew up. And the debate we can have here in a second is I But anyways, I think Thomas with their area, I think they, they have a really good hotbed where if they kind of follow the model of the, the two teams uh, still playing some college football I've done, I think they can have a lot of success. But uh point is, with y'all – look, Florida, great. Great high school football state. I got to still say Georgia's better high school football state, man. I, I think I – Yeah, think-
3: I don't – I'm going to disagree with you on that. I, I think I think football's obviously got it better.
1: I actually just had a – me and uh Andrew
3: – um, just had a conversation with one of our old linemen from Georgia, talking about how Georgia would dominate Florida. That that I is not so. the case. That is not the case at all. If we if we were to go up, our best team in Florida versus your best team in Georgia, I think I think it would, it would even be close.
1: Hey, I don't honestly. know, man. My my senior year now now I, I, I'm old head. I'm old head. This is back in 2018, but my senior year we were reigning six A state uh state champs and we played uh the reigning eight A state champs, Dr. Phillips. We won 35 to three. I mean, I, that's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah, but I, see <laughs> that's Dr. Phillips. We we got Shamada, we got um
1: Miami, you Central. know, Miami
3: Central. I mean, I don't know if we count IMG, IMG's in Florida though. Yeah, so
1: technically. Uh, I mean, yeah. we got
3: a bunch of powerhouses here. And then I mean obviously, uh, Vero Beach, you got Treasure Coast. I mean, we got a bunch of dominant high schools,
1: so yeah, no, it, it, it's two it's two of the best states. I mean it's why you see you got if you, you get a coach that can lock down recruiting at Miami, Florida, or Florida State and how Kirby's doing it, Georgia. If you just have someone that locked down locks down those recruiting uh hotbeds, it's like you can you can take over uh, a league. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh. Well, well Jaden. Uh. I. I pre- really appreciate you. Uh. Coming on. Um. Uh, uh. But t- tomorrow's matchup. Uh. I just want, want to finish off with this question. Uh. You. You've been in the Sun Conference at Kaiser now for the last four seasons. This is kind of the. Uh, one of the bigger moments for the Sun Conference. Uh. In in the last few years, um. Especially uh. With what y- y'all what y'all did last year and what St. Thomas is is trying to do which is to go and uh, win a red banner which i think whoever uh comes out victorious Saturday's got a great shot of doing that but sun conference football how have you seen it really grow and improve in the last couple of years um obviously it's big that both of us are part of the sun conference in the playoffs and it sucks we have to verse each other yeah.
3: early but i mean it is what it is uh i think what i've just seen a bunch of you know i would say I mean, I can't really. The I would say just the level of town, I guess, but um, has changed in the Sun Conference. But it's like Saint Thomas and Kaiser. I mean, since I've been here, I've always been the teams to beat. So, I think you know it is. It is nice to see both uh, two Sun Conference teams in it, but
1: you know, sucks that one one's got to go. One's got to go away. But you know that is what it is. Well, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be rocking in West Palm Beach. Uh we're, we're recording on Wednesday. So I'm gonna say, hey, have a happy Thanksgiving with you folks. Uh, everybody listening. Uh happy Friday. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. See y'all uh Saturday down there. And uh it's, it's gonna be a fun one. That's all that's all I can say. Yeah,
3: yeah, it should be a fun one. Thank you for having me. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely.